0: My lord, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the Cultured Guitarist. My name is Play Play Authentic oh. Al. <laughs> yeah, that's from Adam Grimm at Satellite Amps. He, he sent Al-thentic. that one. Authentic. Play Authentic Al, which if you listen to our interview with Adam Grimm of Satellite Amps, there's an extra layer of meaning behind that nickname. And with me, as ever, is the... Shining, handsome beacon of awesomeness that is Kramer Made Aluminum Neck Guitars Casper. That's a mouthful. It was, (laughs) yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. That's nice. Say that one three times really fast. Kramer Made Aluminum Neck Guitars Casper. Kramer (laughs) Kramer Made Aluminum Neck Guitars Casper. Kramer Made Aluminum Neck Guitars Casper.
1: You you practiced that in the mirror. I did not, but (laughs) I did. I Not bad. That was pretty good. The second one was was a little little, rough, uh,
0: but hey. That was pretty good. (laughs) Um, But the theme today is Gibson brands. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Play authentic. Right. Gibson owns Kramer. I had a Kramer guitar once. Yeah. Kramer used to be a really cool brand. It was made of plywood. That was not a cool Kramer. No, it was not. Way back in the 70s, Kramer made these awesome guitars that had aluminum necks with like wooden runners in the back. So it still felt like. Right. (laughs) wooden neck but then the fretboard was wood as well i think weird they're really yeah they're interesting they're like the only alternative out there in that vein like compared to travis bean back yeah, in yeah, the day yep yeah, yeah. don't see them very often they no. are very hard to find and then of course in the 80s they became the super strat eddie van halen uh source of all that stuff and then one day they Went really broke, and Gibson bought him, and yeah, that kind of was the end of that. But anywho, moving on. Really nice to see you in person, my friend. And
1: you as well, sir.
0: It's been a couple of weeks, really. Yeah. We haven't really seen. Well, much.
1: we recorded remote last
0: yeah. last week. So. The the epic movie mayhem, whatever we called that episode. I don't remember now. I should because it's my podcast. Uh, but whatever. Um, we did that one remotely. Yeah, that was weird. It was first weird. time you and I have not been in it's the same room. Yeah. That was in almost a year. Yeah, since it's been almost a year since we started the show. Hey, yeah, coming up on that first anniversary. Did our did
1: some recording test episodes? You know, yeah.
0: well, I guess we we've been at this over a year because we had to change distributors. Yep, and uh, so we have technically been going more than a year, but we haven't got a year's worth of episodes under our belt. So we'll celebrate right. that when we do that. I think. Yep. Okay, but well, we did cross a thousand followers on Instagram. Sure did. So that's cool. Small numbers compared to a lot of Instagram. Hey. You know what? It's a small show. That's a milestone for us, and it, it did not take long after no. things started rolling. Like, yeah, we didn't. We did our 500 follower celebration giveaway thing not too long ago, a couple months maybe. I congratulations to, uh, um, Curtis. Curtis, yeah, yeah, he won that pedal on that one. Yeah. But I don't remember which episode that was. We did that, but. That was a couple months ago. I'm going to say like eight to 10 episodes ago, tops. I'm looking through the the pile here and I can't you?
1: recall.
0: You can't recall which one it was? I don't know if I could either by looking at the episodes. But it wasn't that long ago that we were at 500 on Instagram. And then it just seemed to like just go bananas. Okay. So we had, we had, we did the 500 uh, giveaway. It was after we had on Sean at Lolly Yeager. Which was episode thirty four, so you know it's been somewhere in between. I don't know. (laughs) We're gonna move on somewhere. Somebody out there tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, one of our listeners, smarter than us. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) what have you been up to this week, Dudo? Um, Well, I
1: got my stuff all wired up. My uh, my. Uh, Which you call the it pedal board. A pedal board yeah. is all is all back powered again with the uh, the iron horse is in place and um, iron horse from um, outlaw FX. Outlaw effects the Canadian. tuner tuner slash power supply. It's got eight power ports, two five hundred milliamp nine volts and and uh, six hundred milliamp power outputs, all isolated. I think and uh, as far as I can tell, it is working like a champ. Yeah, it's nice and quiet. The the tuner. Just if I can point out one thing is you want
0: to add it to the to the impressions we're doing today, if you want, yeah, I think sure. So. Let's, do, it's let's just add a, it. Let's add like, it in there. Let's sure. Let's save that. Then we'll save, save it. it.
1: Um, okay. So yeah, it that's that's cool. It's uh, it's doing its job. Uh, I did make a purchase. I have pulled Zine
0: proverbial trigger. Very happy about this, by the way. Very excited for you. It's been a long time coming. We have so many episodes where we're debating about this. I know, and I finally did it. And
1: I chose the power supply to uh, fill the um, void in my pedal board. And so I went with the True Tone CS-12. And, uh, it's a beast. It's a beast, and it's on its way. Um, it's so many things from so many different makers. And it, it just came down to the point that when I got the Iron Horse, I'm like, okay, I've got all of the basic power covered. Let's get the little nuance things, but something that's got enough. And the CS12 is a solid, solid product.
0: The CS12 is so big and so specialized in what it does. That's going to take over by far the bulk of your power. Absolutely. If not all of it. And then the Iron Horse is really just going to fill in some gaps.
1: Yep. And that's really all that I was concerned about going into things like the Strymon Zuma and like if I had to expand later, because right there that power supply doesn't have enough on board to Individually power and all my pedals on my board,
0: right? Which I mean, to to Stryman's thinking, they were definitely thinking like some things you'll daisy, daisy chain, chain or exactly. Or no, one I expand with the old, old the ogii ogii, or, yeah, and
1: that's just it. So that. it's, but now it, it gets to a point where the cost is so elevated that I got, I mean, these a hundred dollars Canadian on Amazon for for the Iron Horse. for the Iron Horse, you know, tuner and power supply. It, it, you, know, I think that's going to be great yeah the cost like to, so all, all told you know, i think i've spent
0: less than you did uh what was your cs12 250 250 not too much less than mine yeah so so i mean it depends on how you balance out the split of the tuner yeah. costs and stuff but well
1: yeah. and i think that's probably because i was having some more elaborate crazy power issues too you were yeah and uh because i had the i think the power output on my polytune capped it so it was. It just knocked out four pedals or three pedals I had. Daisy chain, just simple right. boss stuff Which, that I had I on mean, my board.
0: To that thing's, you know, it is a Gen One. Yeah, it's, that's it's pretty not, old. It's, it's not
1: yeah. new. So, uh, it's had its life. Uh, I think I killed it. Um, moving forward, I think this is that's really cool, man.
0: Yeah, that's like a CS12 is a big. That's a. It's one of the groovier units out there. I think it's pretty cool. And honestly, man, when you when it starts when you start getting into debates between like Azuma CS twelve and like some of the upper end Chiok stuff, or, right, or uh, the Voodoo Labs units, it's like you know what I mulled hard on that Mondo. I was like, you know what, and they're all great options. That's yeah. the thing is, it's like, and I think that's where you really got hung up is it's like there wasn't a
1: wrong. There was not choice. a wrong answer. It was just a what's going to be best yeah. and most. You know, affordable, too, because, I mean, I'm not made of money, and some of those things, man, were just exorbitantly expensive.
0: Sure. Well, they're all expensive. I mean, when you get into, like, real high-end power conditioning like that, there's no cheap.
1: The CS12 isn't cheap either, you know, air quotations. It wasn't cheap, but it's uh, affordable, and the power supply that it provides is, I think the one thing that really tipped the scale was that every port on the power supply, no matter what it is, is compatible with a 9-volt, 100-amp pedal. Mm -hmm
0: yeah I, I that was kind of the thing i like about the zuma that i bought is it's just it's very simple it's it's more than adequate for any job yep. i can throw at it. it would it be nice to have more individual outputs sure is it necessary no yeah exactly <laughs> it's 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 a great unit i would love if i were to do it again i'd probably go with the chioc stuff i don't know what it is about it but i've really been falling in love with it lately yep um and so i might have headed that way but I, it's like picking what luxury supercar you want to get into like exactly it, you're gonna the go wrong answer yeah you're, you're, it's just gonna be like i'm gonna love whatever i get yeah and i'm sure i'm gonna also look at the other luxury supercars after i buy the one i pick and, and still go, go uh, oh that would have been nice yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so
1: yeah that's uh that's pretty much my week man what that's about, awesome. the board the, looks good oh, i gotta yeah.
0: say it's laid out real nice you got some stuff on here that wasn't on here last time I saw it and that's always nice. Oh see. really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't th- remember seeing the Leon's railer phaser if that was on there before or not. Uh, your, your true North effects tweed drive is, I don't know if it's been Velcroed up and permanently on there for a while or not. Maybe I'm just mis, you know, You've been too focused just remembering. I've been too focused on uh, Flappy Sigh <laughs> on the atmosphere.
1: <laughs> it's, those pedals have been on there for months, my friend. <laughs> okay, fine.
0: <laughs> it's looking good. Yeah. It's a good-looking board. It's looking sharp. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? What about me? Um, I have been Man, I haven't been up to much. I I was, uh, my, my, my folks were in town for a bit. Right. Um, so I spent a few days with them. Um, they kind of helped my wife and I get around and find a new vehicle because our, ve- that was why I wasn't here last week. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so we got a new vehicle. Um, we've been going bananas trying to fix up some stuff on our trailer <laughs> that we live in. Um, which is pretty old. It's an old mobile home from like the sixties or yeah. early seventies. It's kind of run down and. Um, so I've literally been like rebuilding the floor, uh, screwing down plywood and stuff so that rodents can't get in Yeah, because I don't enjoy the forest invading my home. <laughs> um, so I haven't had a much of a chance to play guitar stuff. I've played a little, um, mostly focused on, uh, experimenting with the mask audio electronics. Yes. Mm. For our episode today. Yes. Um, that's been probably most of my playing <laughs> this yes. week. <laughs> um, I was enjoying your twelve-string. Oh yeah, you know, that is something
1: from. else that happened to me this week. I borrowed a twelve-string from my Faja Yeah,
0: nice seagull made here in Canada. Yeah, it's oh. an actually a, a nice guitar. They're great guitars, man. Yep. Um, I remember selling them at the music shop quite frequently because they were just crowd pleaser instruments. They yep. always, they're not expensive. The quality is really high. Any of the um. Golden family of brands: Seagull, Larr, or not Larrabee, um, Lapatrie, Golden, Simon, and Patrick, Norman. Yep. I was like, is it Norman? I'm like, yeah. Um, they're all pretty high quality, not high investment.
2: No,
1: I think. Well, a number of years ago, I actually bought, uh, or I guess I didn't really buy it for my dad because he paid for it. Eventually, like he gave me the money back when I picked it out. I was like, here, I'm going to buy this. And you're going to play it because the guitar you have is really hard to play. Um, he had that old FG75 from Yamaha from the 70s. Right, right. right, Nice guitar. Um, just not a real comfortable player. Um, so I bought him. Uh, I think it was a Seagull S6. You know, mm, no electronics, okay. just a, an acoustic. Yeah, Just you know, four up. four fifty five hundred bucks. Yeah, mm. just, exactly. Just like a campfire guitar. Great instrument to just play. I
0: mean, how else can you get into like in U.S. dollars? That's like $400, 350, 400 bucks. It's cheap. Yeah. Um, And how else can you get into a guitar that's made in North America? Solid top. Sounds amazing. It's all solid solid, hardwoods. Yep.
1: And that one that I got him, like, that was a Wild Cherry with a Sitka top. Like, how do you go wrong? It was just a good guitar.
0: If you were to get that same thing made from Gibson or somebody like that, it'd be quite a a bit more money, and and it wouldn't be better or worse. It would just, you know, you're paying a lot for that premium brand name.
1: Yeah. And this one is a Sitka top and uh, walnut back and sides. It's nice. I like it. Yeah. It's like I say, it's 12 string. It's a different, a different animal altogether. I and I'm played not... a twelve
0: string. It's been a few years since I yeah. played a 12 string in my hand. And I think the last one I
1: played only had
0: six <laughs> strings on it. <laughs> um, my, I used to be very precise at picking individual notes on a 12 string cause I had a double neck for years. Yeah. And uh, now I'm not, I, I was feeling it's, like was a bit of a mess on that thing.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I played like some of the finger style stuff that I like to play. Um, and
0: getting your getting your digis
1: yeah. in there. Yeah, <laughs> but I was finding myself like pulling in, you know, pulling the octave note instead of the 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 low note or something. Like it was it was definitely a different animal playing the same patterns or the same mm-hmm. riffs that I like to play or that I don't. You know, it's like a lot
0: of fun that I've been meaning to do to like an older guitar or a guitar that I don't use very often for mm. years now, and I still haven't done it. Nashville tuning. To explain. I don't even know what that it's is. It's the octave strings from a twelve string, none of the regular strings. Just the higher ones. Oh. And I've been wanting to do that for a while now. And just just to have that. Just to I'm kind of sure
1: there's that. an acoustic guitar here somewhere we can do that too. Yeah, I'm looking at one that seems <laughs> like it might except, be a good fit. <laughs> except it's got that card.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well we kind of got we gotta tell yeah. that because so on this rack of guitars behind Casper in this room filled with freaking guitars everywhere. Yeah. Um, is this kind of janky it's a Johnson. I Johnson think. is the name on the headstock. Hundred dollars. You know I was think it's probably a hundred dollars. Yeah, and I, one, I won it actually. And, and one day we're talking in the studio. What is that card anyway? I, I think it's an old credit card
1: that a friend of mine was using to take the back off of his MacBook. Okay, it's like of no it's consequence. A useless plastic piece card, of plastic,
0: regular <laughs> like a bank card. Yeah, Casper's holding this thing and fidgeting with it while we're talking. And he's walking around the room and he just randomly flings this card and sticks it boom, perfectly in the strings of this guitar on the stand. It was like eight months ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was something you could not do if you tried. You'd have to be a, literally a professional card thrower. It was It was crazy. Hilarious. And so it's become this like taboo thing to not touch the card <laughs> in the guitar strings. <laughs> We could never reproduce it. I don't know. It's one of those things.
1: <laughs> that that actual that rack has moved like ten feet from where it was to where it is yeah, now. It's been moved around and the room a few times. That guitar that still sits, yeah, and it has not been touched.
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, a Nashville tuning thing. I don't know if I think I'd like to do it with an electric guitar. Yeah, I think so. There's a few of those in here. I got a strat. You can do that too. Yeah, you do. There's two strats <laughs> in here that you hate. Both of them. So. Yeah. Well, that yeah, might say. be an interesting one. It might be a little shrill with those single coils, but single coils and only the high strings. Yeah, so you'd have the the E A D and G strings would be an octave up, and the B and the high B and E strings would just be the same because yeah. they are. But so it'd be interesting, interesting to play. I, I've never heard it. Hmm. So I I've always wanted to experiment. I need to do that one day. Yeah,
1: do it. I yeah. I'll I'll donate a guitar to do it too. <laughs>
0: okay. I'll I'll see what the right string gauges would be for that and uh we'll uh we'll do that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Or we could just buy a 12-pack a 12-string string pack and just <laughs> and just use the other ones for an actual for the regular string <laughs> guitar. There we go. Guitar. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. But maybe maybe it'll be like the first time I you know, down my guitar a whole step. And all of a sudden it was like, I love this. Yeah. Why have I not done this before?
1: It's so weird because I actually was playing the guitar. Well, the guitar of mine that you have that I think you left it here for some reason. I can't remember why. Um, And I was playing yeah. it and now my acoustic lives down tuned a whole yeah. step. It D just
0: standard is a freaking it's cool. Gorgeous. Tuning. It's yeah. just gorgeous. It's nice and deep and throaty. and mm-hmm. And I think my guitar actually feels
1: more at home tuned in that, Tuning it just does, just plays better, sounds better. That's
0: yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, um, let's fire into it. Yeah, man. Um, so what this we, week, what are we doing today? <laughs> this week, oh man, well, you know what we're doing today, but for the sake of our listeners, <laughs> yeah, great radio out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last week we had the extra long episode because we went through a crap ton of movies. It's a big long episode, a lot of fun, a little long. Um, so this week we wanted to do a little bit of a different thing and it's, we've had this kind of small pile of stuff building up, uh, for reviews and just haven't been able to get to it. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to do that this week. We're going to review cool stuff folks have sent us to check out and, uh, just kind of go through some stuff. So we got a few things on the docket. We're going to keep it nice and simple. We're going to keep the episode nice and simple. And then uh, who knows who we'll talk to next week. We'll see. I don't even have that planned out yet. <laughs> really loosey-goosey lately. So, uh, first up, uh, we're going to talk about the Electro Foods pedals, Pig Pile. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first off, to them, thank you for sending us a pig pile to check out. Yeah. Um, Huge super. thank you.
1: That was so awesome of you guys.
0: Yeah. Um, we always... Uh, we always appreciate it when brands send us stuff that we get to play and mess around with and um recognize that it's a big privilege. I think. I feel like we recognize it's a privilege. It's it sure is not something the average person gets to do. Um so yeah, thank you to them for sending us that. Uh the pig pile. Love the artwork, I gotta say. I oh, love yeah. the pile artwork. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, though <laughs>
0: psychotic pig with a nightstick, was just like Yes,
1: <laughs> so great. I think I probably spent more time staring at the artwork than I did like tweaking the knobs. Planet, <laughs> it. it's like just sitting there playing it, the, looking at this crazy pig staring back at me. It's so awesome. <laughs> this is a this is a pedal tweaker's dream. This there thing. is a lot to um, tweak.
0: So, I, like, I feel like our impressions of this thing might almost not do it a disservice, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be everything this pedal deserves, because <laughs> there's a lot to go into with this thing. Yeah, um, you got you got a blend knob, you got a level knob, a high cut brutality, and harm knobs. Um, then you got a couple of three-way switch, preamp, and, a, and a, a germanium kind of thing going on there. Um, and you got two foot switch, foot switches, hog wild on off, which is basically a boost switch mm-hmm. and then on off switch for the pedal. And I don't know if you're doing the arithmetic on that listeners, but that's a lot of options, a lot, a lot of options. And, uh, so yeah, we're going to give some basic impressions, but I would really encourage you if I may, um, go and check out some of the demo videos on this thing. Definitely. Uh, or our, pick one up or pick one up and yeah. you can just buy it. Yep. buy um, it and learn how to do it. Our collector emitter did a really nice demo video. Really?
1: You know, uh, it's, that video, because we've done a few, uh, a little bit of reviewing in the meantime, and we knew it was coming, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of get an idea. And I, I have to give a bit of a shout-out to Collector Admitter, because that video was great. And his his review of it was, or his demo of it, sorry, demo, I should yeah. say, was awesome. Just awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we like Ian. He's a yeah. good guy. Um, this thing is aggressive. Yes. <laughs> Which should not shock you, Um from a brand that kind of lives in a, in a, I mean, yeah, they kind of live in the, in that realm. All their pedals are, you know, you got the German warfare, you got <laughs> Nepenthes. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. The rad sickness Their their artwork is just off the charts. Cool. And all the pedals tend to be pretty aggressive gain monsters, whether they be fuzz overdrive. Um, and this one's no exception. There's a lot going on in it. It, it, I think probably more than anything else we're going to talk about today, it would be really great to experiment with this thing, which I, I didn't make time for myself. Um, but it would be really great to experiment with this thing on a bass. Mm. Um, it could do guitar, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But there's so much tweakability there that you could really sculpt out a tone that would be just wild on a bass but not
1: bad. You know, and, and it, does, it does play well when played mildly too. It is like like you said it is aggressive mm-hmm. and it it does doom. <laughs> but it does doom. Yeah, uh it also and I think uh I think the collector emitter video plays that well or plays that best is that it does play well or nicely even played softly. Mm-hmm. And it the tone that this thing creates is epic.
0: Yeah. Um, it passes the will it Siamese dream test. Yes, it does. it does. Flying colors. <laughs> um, which is you know <laughs> there, there's our two. Maybe we should have like an official test for the culture guitars with fuzz pedals. Yeah, the Siamese dream test and the doth it doom test. Yes. <laughs> um, both of which this thing passed yeah. really really well. Yeah. I wouldn't say if you're one of those people that, for some weird reason, likes to run their fuzz pedals just really teeny tiny and quiet and play really lightly, kind of like early Hendrix stuff. Uh, this is not really what the pedal is intended towards. I mean, it's probably in there. There's enough tweakability in it, but that's not. I don't think they were trying with that. I, I think that.
1: the portion of it that is is uh, achievable. It, it, for that is very small like it, it does so much more and gets so much yeah. hairier and so much crazier that yes it does but its range is so far beyond that yeah
0: which that, uh, this is not a negative thing but no. one of the more challenging things of this pedal is because each knob has a big big sweep sweep um if you're just trying to minutely detail stuff um go careful yeah might be the
1: and I think using using the blend effectively is also going to be a yeah. friend as well. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's a rad pedal. I don't know if we're... <laughs> like, we're not professional reviewers, and we no. don't even like to say review. We like to kind of do more of just our impressions, impressions. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to... I don't want to come out swinging with negative stuff. No, and
1: I, I can't say that I'm a, I'm a heavy fuzz effect guy. I, I don't know. It's just not the style of music that I play, but I appreciate the amount of... Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The amount of adjustability, the to- the just total quality of tone that comes out of this mm-hmm. thing it, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah great yeah, you, dudes. Yeah. And great I I can't say power. enough enough good things about the quality of the sound and the quality of the build, quality of the art, just everything that goes into that. Yeah. That went into it is top notch.
0: Yeah. So, uh, before, well, before we jump on to the next one here, I, I also want to say, um, we got sent a couple of rattlesnake cables after our. Mm -hmm. chat with hank a while back yeah and uh, we never really got a chance to talk about them much no you're Um, right but uh just to give our impressions of these things they are tanks oh
1: man like Like, if you can wreck one i'd be i'd be blown away and i
0: think there's a pretty good warranty on them if you do so well, and and they may not be as
1: pliable but i think the durability trade-off is they wrap nicely they absolutely they're not I wouldn't say they like slink up like some other cables that we've that we've used. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. but they're yeah. they're hardy, man. I I like it.
0: Yeah, I the really really well done. Um, I I we got two different versions. The one that uh, I, I forget the model names or whatever, but so I'm sorry, Hank. Um, the one you've got kind of has more standard ends. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that is currently at my place that I was messing around with. Um, I don't even know what that one is. You, and, it, you you emptied the box before I got to see. I, well, because I, at the time I was like, "Oh, they're two of the same pe- cables. so will just send one one way and one <laughs> the other mm-hmm, way, and we'll mm-hmm, just mess them." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, um, sure. This one just happened to match the colors of your patch cables. That's why. Anyway, um, but the one that uh, came <laughs> home to my my jam space, um, has like a foot long section on the end that is just rubber coated. Oh, that's right too. And I think that's actually kind of a really cool thing because it would, like it wraps around a strap and plugs in really nicely, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of what it was designed for. It was I thought it was a really clever thing. It's smaller, okay, on that that section of the cable and stuff, and it's no less like hardy feeling. But yeah, anyway, that, that was really cool. Yeah, and uh, sounded fantastic. So I'm I'm pretty impressed with them. So shout out to Hank Rattlesnake Cables. Rattlesnake Cables. Um, okay. That was sorry. That wasn't an official. Well, I guess it was an official impressions thing, but it wasn't a planned yeah. one. Thanks, Hank. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> of your noticing listeners, we are not organized fellows on Mm-mm. a typical basis. And so doing something like this that is trying to be a little more organized is like, I'm it's, uncomfortable now. It's a train wreck.
1: <laughs> they can hear it. <laughs> um,
0: so this one we've had for a really, really long time. Yeah. And college your guitar standard couple months three months four months but the pig pal no the chop chop oh the chop chop yeah we've had this for a while it's been a Long while time yeah so kevin at sound slice effects uh, sent us one of his pedals and th- okay dude makes a lot of different pedals yeah he does with a lot of different art and he will put custom art on those pedals for you yeah um anything that's not copyrighted he'll put on a pedal for you yep. if you talk to him nicely <laughs> <laughs> um and it's, it's pretty cool um, but before he adopted the no copyright policy, he put some uh, rather cool pop culture art on a lot of his pedals, and uh, <laughs> he sent us one of those because he decided he didn't want to sell stuff with copyrighted artwork on it anymore, which makes sense. Of course. Um, so we've got this glorious Chop Chop tremolo from Kevin at Soundslice. I love this pedal. And it's got the freaking graphics from, like, the 80s Atari Pitfall on it. So cool. <laughs> It makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, I, like, it is probably one of my favorite-looking pedals ever, by a wide degree, just because of that I'll give artwork. you that. I'll give you that. Because um, it's hard to, come on, it's hard to beat No, I, it's... You can't. Yeah. you can't. You can't, you can't. My five-year-old childhood just stamped all over a pedal, of course. <laughs> um, this thing does exactly what the name implies. It is definitely, it favors choppy sounds. Yeah it's very you, you dial in
1: uh which model of helicopter <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and i think that was what he what he wanted to do yeah like
1: i would was, i would think so because it's achieved like in 100% form <laughs>
0: um and i want to say it was it, oh, what was the circuit it was modeled after it was an old vox circuit i think Ooh. I'm gonna regret not memorizing this before we recorded the show, um, but it's a circuit from uh, an old Vox amp, and it's definitely got like a. It's not that classic like Deluxe Reverb from Fender, no Tremolo. It's not round, and friendly per se, <laughs> unless you really
2: craft finesse and dial it. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can you can finesse this down. And and into a realm of smooth movement, <laughs> but it's
0: that's not where it wants to be. Nah,
1: it likes to, yeah. to it likes to bang away.
0: And it's such a simple, simple. It's two knobs. It's it's rate and depth. Yep, and then a fast and slow switch. And yeah, just get your get your Vietnam helicopter on. That's what this thing wants to be.
1: Well, and I've done that, <laughs> <laughs> and you 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 do get lost in it because it's
0: yeah, it's kind of trancey almost. yeah like. Yeah, it's rhythmic it, slapping
1: exactly it's more like rhythmic than than um I, I don't know we always talk about tremolo as being like you know a little bit of movement and this is more like hypnotic yeah like if
0: you really want to play the smiths this would be a
1: great awesome. absolutely that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> um
0: and it, i loved it with uh i had my uh uh it was a 3904 fuzz from dirty haggard audio i was oh, yeah. been through this thing and just mm-hmm. chopping that and it was just i don't know something about that sound was just really rad i really liked it you could probably do that with a big pile <laughs> yes <laughs> any great fuzz pedal really but yeah sound slice effects man
1: yeah super cool i love the way he does his artwork and i think we've probably talked about this before but oh, the, just uh, not just the artwork, but his finished the, the style. epoxy He epoxy pours, top, yeah. and then like he like, treats it with a flame to bring yeah. all the smoke out of that, it.
0: That brings all the bubbles out of yeah. the epoxy pour. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's just so cool. But it comes out like an old bubble sticker.
2: Like, yeah. you know, all the old,
1: like... Yeah, I think there's one even one on the back of my board from Dr. Scientist, yep. but those, like, old, clear bubble um, those decals. Like, pushy stickers. Or yeah, like or whatever you want to call them. But it has that... And, but, but the epoxy's so thick, like, you... Would you'd have to shoot it to to wreck it? Like you, you're not going to step it's through. It's durable, this. which yeah. is
0: cool. Because I mean, how many pedals do you have where the artwork? Is just super gorgeous. And then, you know, for guys that do a little bit of gigging, or even or a lot of gigging, or, or yeah. you know, the pedals get stepped on.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, sure, like UV printing is durable, but yeah. but you know, enough kicking and it's it's going to wear off.
2: Yeah, eventually
0: so. you're going to mess up the artwork. This artwork is going to last. So the apocalypse mm. and if it gets a little too scuffed up you could polish it yeah That's <laughs> so cool yeah <clears throat> i love that pedal i love tremolo though i mean I'm, it's such a it's it's one of those uh
1: effects that i didn't understand when i first got into pedals like started playing effects mm-hmm. and and stuff and it wasn't until um my atmosphere has a trem setting on it and it's super tweakable because the it's the atmosphere but um it was like I get it. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. And then the chop chop is like from super tweakable to this is what I do. And it was like, okay, like there's a there's a place for everything and mm. and and I yeah. I kinda
0: like that, you know, there's a few pedals out there that you don't choose what the sound is they've chosen for you and you turn it on and off. Yeah. And maybe blend it and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that's great. Yeah. My thirty nine oh four, just to bring that pedal up again. <laughs> Has a volume knob on it, and it has a switch on it to turn it on did, or off. How did you find that out, Al? <laughs> By mistaking a volume knob for a gain knob. <laughs> I don't read. No. Uh, <laughs> I nearly blew my eardrums. Um, but it's fantastic pedal. There's the sweetie fuzz from Farm Pedals, Farmer Pedals. Okay. Um, it has no. It's just a. Foot turn switch it on. on or huh. yeah. Just a singular sound. See, but there's something to that.
1: Yeah. It's a very uh, popular pedal. I I kind of like that. Yeah. Because I'll i get, you total, get lost, totally yeah. lost and not fully understanding of every, what every knob does in it's full and how it relates to the next one. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Sometimes
0: a, you want to be Billy Corgan and tweak things to the umpteenth degree. And, and sometimes, sometimes you just want to turn just, it on. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. There's something, yeah. Um... Okay, well, you know, listen, the best thing you can ever do is check these pedals out mm-hmm. for yourself. Make sure you're—we I, I, want you to listen to the show. We obviously want you to listen to the show, and, and please enjoy our banter. Um, but when you're done listening to us, go check out some demo videos. Pull, pull the trigger on buying some of this stuff because there's cool stuff. Oh, buddy. Yeah. I really want to talk about this next one, but it breaks my heart a little bit. I know. It's your plan, man. I know, I know. Like, so you you dumb. <laughs> we we've we've mentioned before this is not exactly a cash cow for Casper and I to do no, this show. It's a labor even, of love. Totally. Um and we're so <laughs> grateful whenever somebody sends us something. Um because that's that's one of the few ways we get anything personally out of yeah. this show. Um, other than just the satisfaction of doing it, um, and most of the stuff we don't bother claiming ownership over. It's just yeah, kind we, of like a th- it's you know. the
1: show owns it. Yeah, and we've got
0: some stuff. Some stuff. Some yeah. stuff. We've kind of divided up. Like uh, when when Spun Loud Effects uh, sent a, a blister and peel up to us, it yeah. was kind of a, like that was that one went to me. It was, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. And, no, uh, that's uh, you. This next piece. Uh, we we both knew we really really wanted it real bad, so, and I and we I, were both avoiding to, talking about it because it I was have like, to oh. confess,
1: Al, I didn't know how bad I wanted it until I wanted it until I plugged it in.
0: Like honestly, I knew I didn't almost I almost didn't want to bring it because <laughs> I was like, we're gonna end up we're gonna end up both really wanting the thing uh, things get shipped to me first, yeah, uh, and then I bring them by the studio.
1: So really, honestly. For all of you out there that have sent things to L, I I probably only know about ten percent of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I am. Yeah. Secretive. <laughs> I'm never overly honest. More information you, than you. You don't overshare want. about anything. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> talking about my poops before we started recording. <laughs>
1: I, yeah. That is not being untruthful you definitely did
0: we did yeah i was we were trying it was, it was cbd oil cbd, oil. CBD oil for pain, pain management yep and i mentioned that it made my poops like smooth torpedoes wow don't even know they came out Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm regret saying that oh that's okay i'm gonna edit no you're not you're gonna let me live with my shame anyways oh this is a horrible intro and,
2: uh, oh no! I'm taking it out. Uh, don't take
0: it out. It's too funny. You got to leave that in there. It's hilarious. Anyway, we're gonna just we're just gonna gracefully move past the poop torpedoes and as soon as Casper can breathe and talk again, um, Mike from Uncle Amplification, you got you got pull up, it together, serious. man. Come on, come on. Just breathe, breathe. In the calm, that out the yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Mike from Uncle Amplification, who's a super awesome dude. Um, we talked to him. Oh, what episode number was that? It was it was a while back. Uh, I really I, I want to know because
1: uh, episode thirty two back in July. Holy crap, you knew that real fast. I have the site pulled up with the list, man.
0: Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> so we talked to Mike from Uncle Amplification who's rad as heck, and somebody that, like I really wanted to get on the show. Um, and then uh, it happened, and I think he reached out. Yeah, he might have reached out to us. And it was just like one of the rare instances where it was like, oh, goody, I was going to reach out to you anyway. but, um, And then afterwards, he mentioned that he sent us something.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And we were like, oh, cool, he's going to send us some stickers or you know, in the back of our minds, it was like we were fantasizing, like, maybe he sent a pedal or yeah. something like that. He sent us an entire freaking preamp. It's awesome. Oh. I don't know if it has a model name, because he'd often, he just, he's a very creative guy, and he often doesn't name stuff. It, it, I don't think it has a name. It's just no. a really awesome preamp. And it's, it's got, uh I don't remember if it's 12AX7 preamp tube or what the exact model tube is on that thing. Um, it's got a classic tone transformer on it, which RIP classic tone transformers, yeah. they just announced their closing today or yesterday. They made the announcement crazy. Yeah, that just, that just blows my mind. It's October 31st as we're recording yeah. this. It's Halloween, Halloween, which won't be Halloween when you hear this, but uh, get it? Yeah, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> See, that's where I thought you were
1: going with the nicknames today. No, I'm glad you didn't.
0: <laughs> um, Come on, I have some dumb ones, but I usually have a little more cleverness and left field. Anyway, so yeah, classic tone transformer on this thing, um, which is sad that they're done. They made some really cool stuff, replicas of old '50s Fender stuff, '60s Vox stuff. They really went out of the other way to make cool stuff. Um, and Mike at Uncle, I happen to know, has a small stash. Of a bunch of their Transformers. So if you're looking for something cool from Mike and you want it to have a classic tone Transformer, maybe jump on that sooner than later. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. Um,
0: But anyway, he sent us this little preamp and it's kind of, I shouldn't say little, it's it's basically the size of like a lot of lunchbox amps that are out there right now. Yep. It's like a little mini head uh, with no power section. Yep. Rad little unit, guitar goes in or whatever you want to go into it really. Has an XLR output or a quarter inch output. Yep on off switch volume treble bass controls fantastic and oh my gosh there is
1: magic yeah inside of this, this is machine. one of
0: those things where it's like a really killer booster preamp pedal where you just turn it on and you're like i don't know what it's doing but it just being on has improved my life a hundred percent yep and like i said i didn't know how much i was gonna want it until i turned it on yeah it
1: was like Oh, this is what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because so you I, had it for a little while first. I had first. it for a few days before I, I came over like here. I think it was like a week or more because I was going away on a trip. Was that when it showed up when you went on your holiday? Yeah. I only got to play it for like a couple of days. I didn't get much time with it on, on my own, but that was probably due to other things. But um, I love, this is like, this is my world. I'm all about preamp stuff. I'm all about clean boosts. I love stuff that like you don't even can't even explain how it's shaping your tone it's just happening yep. and this thing was just magic just magic i i i'm gonna have to get one from mike eventually because i can't live without it
1: <laughs> yeah um i feel like it's a thing that we'll have to buy we and just split and then you have one i have one i feel i i
0: <laughs> it's on the air. He said it. You know,
1: <laughs> this is like one of those things. You're like, you know what, man? I think you should have that. And I was like, are you insane? Well, okay,
0: okay, buddy. Can I? <laughs> let me just say on air. I you have helped me so many times, yeah. folks. Here's here's the man Casper, in a nutshell. Okay, this is a guy who claims he's conservative leaning, but has gone out of his way to be anything but a conservative person with me. He has been incredibly generous. I don't consider that a conservative trait. Okay. Giving non-stop of yourself. Feels we were, like the I thought we of, weren't going to talk about that oh. <laughs> now.
2: <Can't. laughs> go <kidding>. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 2 <laughs> years
0: ago, my guitar was stolen at a show I did. And this yep. is uh, that's how I made my living prior prior to uh COVID-19. I was a touring musician. Still technically might be. <laughs> I don't know if I have a career anymore. <laughs> um, but that was my only income. I did. I toured. I played music. I toured. Yep. And that acoustic was the only thing I played. Yep. It was kind of crucial to the whole event. It got stolen. I didn't have the money for a new one. And Casper stepped up and immediately loaned me a guitar that is worth $5,000. Yep. Easy. Any day of the week. We hadn't even been friends for that long. No, we didn't really know each other well at all. And it was really like, are you sure, bro? (laughs) Because if anybody's ever seen my old guitar, it was a Takamine. And Takamines, a lot of people love them. A lot of people don't like them. I tend to lean towards, uh, they're not usually my favorite thing in the world. But the one thing everyone can agree on is that a Takamine acoustic is built like a freaking tank.
1: Yeah,
0: it's tough. And uh, through my touring and playing and stuff, I wore a hole through the top of that guitar. More than one. Yeah. I really, like, wore that thing out. But it was kind of an extension to me. Yeah. But this tells you that I'm not really gentle on stuff, and he just loaned me this beautiful instrument anyway. He's also come to fix my vehicles I don't even know how many times. But I have the worst luck out of anybody. in the vehicles. I'm really glad you have a nice new car. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited to, like, if something goes wrong with this thing anytime soon, it would be, like, very surprising. Yeah. Um. So Casper has fixed my vehicle a bazillion times. No matter what the vehicle was, mm-hmm. he's you've gone out of your way for me so many times, man. So for me, this was a way I could say thank you. Okay. Was to just be like, you know what, the uncle's yours, and yeah, Papa wants it real badly. <laughs> <laughs> but I need you to know that I. F- <gasps> oh. Oh, that was a, that oh, was a, that was a, goshed,
1: a gosh darn that's, that's honest gonna one. That's going to be a good beep. <laughs> that was an honest beep, And you know beep, what, now dude. that I'm
0: here, we're committing to a second yeah, one. But buddy, I absolutely love you, uh, and I'm really grateful for you, and that's that's how I can show you. All right, man. Is by just acquiescing all claims of that thing. All right. That's yours. That's, yeah, it's, okay. So, I... That's, anyway, let's get, <laughs> this, is a weird, this is a weird impression of a. Anyway, Oncle Amplification makes everything kind of custom. It's all kind of custom made to your thing. If there was a amplifier preamp pedal equivalent of more guitars, it's Oncle Amplification. Yes. Everything you want to customize, you can do it. Yep.
1: Just talk to the man.
0: Yeah. And he, you got to follow him on Instagram because every day he's, I swear to goodness, like every day he's posting something new and no one thought he was making it. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, today I made this weird fuzz pedal. And then, oh, and then today I built this amplifier. Today I made this random DI box with something. Like, it's just like, where do you come up with all these ideas, man? Yeah, it's, man. It's just a wizard. Um, but this thing, this thing makes everything sound amazing. Yep. And it doesn't matter what you plug into it. Like
1: no. I, I I play well primarily my my acoustic guitar, but I've plugged in my Hollows. I've everything, and it it does something a little different dynamically to everything. So it's very much input related. Um, so if you're gonna jam on it, it definitely has a different feel than if you're you know pl- plinking away on a, on something finger style or yeah. an acoustic. It but it just magics.
0: This thing is oh man, this thing, this thing like everybody who has a home studio or a professional studio oh, yeah. should have one of these yep. for just just adding that little bit of color, that little bit of life. And I I like
1: the I mean it does like obviously it's got a volume control, but the the uh, subtlety of the EQ knobs like it's they're not many. There's just bass and treble. Yeah, but the. Like you see, even when it's just like almost unity, kinda like in that not really making a difference, but making a difference state, it's Yeah, I don't know. It just yeah. it just is great.
0: It's I just found amazing. the base to be very transparent.
1: Yeah. But that's, full that's of what I mean. Life. It's,
0: like it's not that's I guess that's what I was trying you you to can say. Crank it all the way and it's like it's it's there, but it's not overwhelming. Anything ever. Yeah. It's but it's very and, present. And if you take it all the way out, it's like, oh, took it all the way out but how did i like it's it's hard to yeah hard to explain until you experience it but it's it's magic make everything sound better boxes are few and far between and this is a good one um yeah it makes me really want one of his amps
2: Mm,
1: i would say as a studio piece it's great you know it's uh it's definitely uh a more studio-based appliance than it is a, you know, something to put on your board or add to your live set or something like that, unless you were really kind of building it into what you were doing. But the, I don't know if you could make that in a more portable-friendly version.
0: Oh, betsy he's got ways. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> but so if you could put all that magic into something and, like, mount it under your board... That would be so that it's... Well, I mean,
0: you could use this as just, like, the world's pimpiest DI box if you wanted to. Sure. Totally. And he does kind of offer that kind of a thing with his DI's and stuff. And to be honest, that's kind of what I might kind of ask him for one of these Mm. days. It's just like, I love this preamp. Can it be in a pedalboard mountable thing, or...
1: Yeah, is there a way to do that? Because... It that's the the only downfall, not downfall of this, is that I, w- I couldn't take it
0: everywhere. I think you could make a little chassis for it, a little head kind of unit yeah, or something. There's you know there's a way. There's always a way. Yeah, I I understand. I mean, it's not like that tube's generating any real heat, so nope. you know. No,
1: no, I just wanted to be attached to everything on not I don't want to have to I don't wanna have to like <laughs> set, set it up, down yeah. and set it up and wire it in and I want I mean, it to be there's, built in.
0: That's the the downside of, of more advanced rigs. There's not uh
1: Yeah. It's just it's, it's a it's not a downfall. No. It's just my greed.
0: I cannot think of a if we were gonna review this thing, there would not be downsides to it. There For me. There anyway.
1: aren't any. No. I mean we, we configured it in a few different ways and it definitely likes being fed from the board to the amp like as a classic preamp
0: yeah i think my like because we did it like uh uncle preamp into pedal board into amp yeah we did it pedal board into preamp into into amp into uncle preamp into amp yeah and that was my favorite it was definitely
1: it definitely does uh make a huge difference
0: yeah i thought for for me it was just when it was after the pedal board, before the amp, the headroom was just way better. Yeah, it, and, absolutely. Um the you know your Hello Sailor effects uh That was the big on one. The, yeah. Trail, you know, Rangemaster Circuit or what is, is it Rangemaster yep. Circuit? Okay. Rangemaster. Um that thing wants to be kind of first. Yeah. And that's where it shines. And and so having the Uncle preamp ahead of it. Um it kind of neutered
1: the range master. I would say it's like going, taking and trying to, trying to feed a fire hose with a garden hose, you know, like it a definitely bit, yeah, was like, was just like yeah, took, water, took a bunch <laughs> of, yeah, yeah, it took a bunch of energy <laughs> out of that, of that circuit. But yeah. if you fed the fire hose in, you know, from the hydrant into the fire hose, it was like yeah. you know, the uncle yeah. preamp definitely took that, that range master sound and took it and took it to the moon.
0: Yeah. I gotta say, man, Mike, is a, you're making you're making magic, Mike. Yeah, man. It's it's this is this is one of the best pieces of kit I've touched all year, easily. Mm. I'm with you. And it's not that anything we've been sent to try out is bad at all in the last twelve months here. Like there's there's been no nothing where I've been like, hey, eh. it's it's <laughs> everything's no. been just like why are we why are we so are fortunate we, yeah. <laughs> that's how i've um, kind of but this felt is about just it. one of those ones that just i guess just hooked me yeah just really hooked me and yeah
1: i mean to, to be honest there is a spitfire from lornaudio sitting right beside okay me. listen okay. And listen you
0: don't even have to i know so, this one has also really hooked me <laughs> no at
1: that but that's what i'm saying is like we've got some uh, so many really of these really cool just swanky yeah. pieces of gear. Um, and to have the uncle kind of just stand out amongst the amazingness that yeah. we've been I able- mean,
0: which to be fair, it, there's no way it wouldn't stand out because nope. of just the nature of what it is. It's so different than anything else. Um, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. And you know what I think the coolest thing about this is you could contact Mike and he would put two different preamps in an amp. With a power amp section for you. Yep. And a custom cab size and speaker and just make up a whole thing. That you have. Yeah. Just you. And that's that's rad as heck. hmm Like, and maybe an underserved mark, not underserved, but just maybe not a underrepresented. It's maybe underrepresented in the general guitar playing thing. I don't think a lot of guys delve into custom amps, custom preamps, custom pedals. Mm-hmm. Um, they they like to dive into boutique amps and boutique pedals and that kind of thing, but custom done stuff is maybe not so much. I think everybody opts for a custom amp guitar long before they opt for a custom amp or
1: pre-amp. Custom preamp, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. You know? Yep. And it might be easier too. I th- it's a little easier to know I like humbuckers or I like P nineties, I like mahogany, I like whatever. Yeah. You know, it's I think it's a little easier to Identify your list of custom I wants with a custom guitar. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe not so easy if you're not an electronic uh, engineer. Oh,
1: like you I said, do. man, I, I have no idea what's going on, or where all the pixie dust is put in, where you fill it, but,
0: yeah. It's, it's very good. Yeah, So yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, um, just, just to, because we, we could do a whole episode about this. Thinking good, Uncle Prima. Mm -hmm. Um, But we want to, we had on uh, Alec from Mask Audio Electronics not too long ago, and uh, we talked about some of his his stuff, and uh, we were especially enamored with the yes and no pedals. Yeah. And uh, his soon-to-be-released maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Which is an actual thing. Yep. And uh, he was kind enough to send us a yes to try out. And to, uh, and to keep actually we get to keep mm, this one yeah uh, it's in teal and they're all kind of I don't think he can get a, a teal one anymore he does kind of switch it up huh. every once in a while nifty um and this thing's rad yeah um to to use our earlier uh, <laughs> doth it doom doth it doom it does kind of <laughs> doom it, it doth doom it doth doom it doth also glitch yeah if you crank the snot out of it. And have the uh, I don't even know what's the name of the switch. What do we, what do we call this switch? There's probably a name on the website that I should know. You read it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, the switch. Uh, what is the switch? It's adding it's adding highs and making the octave more pronounced. Um, oh, it's just it's literally just called toggle. Toggle. Um, <laughs> takes takes the. Takes the brakes off the whole thing and just really, yep. as he puts it, and allows the circuit to pummel itself, makes the octave more apparent, and allows for mosquito tones. Um, so with the with these toggle on, it is a little bit more wild.
1: Yeah, less um, le- maybe less
0: predictable. Very much less predictable. Yeah. Definitely something you want to put some hours in with uh, before you just go willy nilly flinging that thing out in the middle of a yeah. set list and. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, some guys are better with this kind of fuzz stuff yeah. than I am, and and they would probably have wilder, more uh, successful, th- you know, spontaneous things than I would do with it, but we cranked the more knob, which is essentially the gain knob on yep. this thing, uh, when we had the uh, the toggle switch on, so we were hearing all of the octave, all of the wild high end, and when you crank the, more, <laughs> the gain all the way up and have that switch on, um it kind of self glitches into the point of almost being completely gone
1: <laughs> it, it almost like gates its way there yeah it's it really, was really interesting, interesting. it's totally cool and sure. it but it makes for like i don't even know what that sound
0: it almost kind of
1: not modulated but it like it's
0: it's it's glitchy and yeah. like it almost lo-fi like eight bit yeah. or something where the the type. signal like
1: crumbles Into (laughs) this like really cool glitchy kind of fuzz, almost non-apparent but but still there, Mm -hmm. and and it looked like because I mean you were demoing this one or kind of playing it, and it was it looked like the softer you played, it responded a lot differently and like was actually made more sound, whereas when you really jammed on it, yeah, well with
0: the so with the switch on and the more and the, the gain knob, the more knob cranked, yeah. Um, the gate is working so hard that if you put, if you slam the strings, it just really was like, oh, yeah, it just choked up. it right off. Yeah. Um, whereas if you back the, the, the gain knob off, then you can get some really wild and out there stuff with that uh, toggle switch active. Yeah. Um, it is noisy, but in a fun way. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. So, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Like some, some pedals are noisy in a not fun way and some are noisy in a fun way and this is a fun way yeah uh the switch off is a much more crowd pleasing version yep. um very much more of much more uh chord friendly <laughs> yeah yeah i find with this with this with the toggle switch activated i didn't like playing chords at all yep. it was just a mess and i'm just not sure what to <laughs> do with it <laughs> well that's more of that. that octave fuzz type of realm anyways yeah, right yeah and i i think most people would run single note runs with that kind of thing yep. and and i'm i'm going to confess right now that i am not the world's most experienced fuzz aficionado. Mm. Um, Nick from Dirty Haggard Audio might be the guy <laughs> I would turn to yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I think he has a fuzz pedal collection of a couple hundred pedals or something ridiculous. Oh. So. Yep. Um, and there's just guys out there that are, that's what their thing is. Well,
1: I think even on our episode with Alec, he even said I... He's a fuzz guy he's too. He's a f- all-fuzz yeah. guy, yeah. Like, yeah. and he... I think he's even said he would never build an overdrive or
0: something to that effect.
2: I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was like, right. Whoa, yeah. like, wait a minute, man, <laughs> I need you to make me an overdrive. Oh, so that's
0: that's gonna be a thing that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, with that switch off, it flied through the Will It Siamese Dream Test, yes, it did like dang, <laughs> it was perfect. I thought, yeah, which is you know. I don't know. This is aging myself a little bit, but the Siamese Dream Test is essentially, if you're not familiar with the Smashing Pumpkins, it's the Siamese Siamese Dream as a whole. It's the sound. Mm-hmm. It's the sound of an op-amp big muff pedal. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very distinct muff fuzz. And uh, that's kind of where this thing reminded me of. Um, the knobs I found a little more inconsequential Mm. in that mode. Yep. Uh, The volume knob obviously was very effective. Yeah. But the volume knob is one of those knobs where you're going to set it to match your rig and your setup, and you're probably never going to touch it again. Um, The gain knob, the more knob, um, I didn't notice a tonal difference adjusting it when I was with this toggle switch off. Um, It just sounded like... Two volume knobs that kind of blended together. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: I think so. I think the it maybe with the toggle switch off take took a bit of the teeth out of the gain knob a little bit, sure so did. it wasn't yeah. it wasn't so apparent. Uh, I, I definitely did notice that it was. It was it was changing the gain structure or okay. yeah. it was oh, sweeping okay. the gain but it wasn't like <laughs> holy smokes look at how like mm. look at the crazy range sweep on this thing I the, really... the this the activation of that switch definitely you know took all of that you made the octave like it says made the octave much more apparent and definitely um affected where that that uh, more knob uh, took mm-hmm. the, took the tone um into oblivion as it yeah. as it hit the the 11 mark
0: okay so that's cool that's, that's cool that you were able to hear that's cool that you were able to hear that more than I was uh, with the with the dust switch off and. and well, I think it's just a up.
1: different perspective in the room, whereas maybe the amp is kind of firing out that way, and I can just hear something different. Okay, in the Okay, yeah, maybe.
0: I mean, that's why we do these, right? That's that's yep. the best thing about having two guys or different perspectives on a thing. I gotta say, I love these enclosures he's using. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the way the I don't know it's I don't know it's, I think it's from Gorva.
1: Uh, as I say, these are Gorva
0: boxes, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. Yep. But the the back, the bottom of the, the pedal flush mounts inside the edges. Same as my uh uh your, my tweed. Yeah, your tweed draft from True North. Yep. Um I'm I love that. It's so tidy looking. It's not yeah. in all any way a crucial thing for the pedal. Um but I just you know, something I really appreciated about it. The 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 looks on this thing I thought were pretty good. Yeah. I don't know.
1: you know, one of my favorite things is the way when this thing slowly takes the, the sustain when you like, crank something out and then let it ring and then it just slowly oh, yeah. very slowly <laughs> kind of fades but not really and it sustains for a long time and then as the signal fades from the pickups it kind of goes and then falls apart into this low yeah i love it, it grit like, and then it felt like it, it literally
0: sustained forever because of the gate right
1: and, and then it's like all the sand just kind of like yeah. fell out <laughs> almost at once and it was yeah. really kind of cool that way i like i like that you could really play with that you know yeah you know you really having the
0: um Having that gate on there and having the gain cranked on it, you could kind of tap on the strings and strike them in ways that created like really interesting rhythmic effects.
1: Yeah. Almost like, like we were like, saying, like that industrial. Yeah. We found rhythm. a setting that, that you just, could like loop it, that.
0: Yeah. I really wanted to loop that and have like, it sounded like industrial drums, like something you hear on a Nine Inch Nails record or something. Yeah. It was really cool. It could be, it could be fun to experiment with that and, and, See where a a real creative soul could take stuff like that. It's a cool paddle, man. It's one of those ones where it's like I hadn't experienced. I didn't know what to expect experiencing it for the first time, and it delivered really well.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. Yeah, man. Should we wrap it up? Let's do it. Let's 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 keep it short.
1: like just barely over an hour here. It's been a long
0: time since we've ended an episode at an hour.
1: No, Yeah, I can't even.
0: I know well okay so um thank you to uh to everybody who sent these in um so huge thanks to uh to alec at mask audio electronics huge thanks to mike at uncle amplification huge thanks to kevin at sound slice effects huge thanks to hank at rattlesnake cables i'm missing i forgot to say something about oh
2: yeah
1: my uh, outlaw effects the Iron Horse. Oh right, we were going to talk. We're going to talk, gonna talk gonna a little read, bit. Okay. Let's, let's just make this a okay. real little quick um, blurb.
0: Let's. Uh, well, before we do that, we had one more. I, I lost my train of thought here. Uncle, Kevin, Alec, Sound Slice. What else were we talking about? Let me look at my notes. So we've already done the review. You should think you know, the pig pile. Jeez, man, my brain. Oh, yeah, it's already like, been sent back, so it's not visually here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to, to the Mike at uh, Electro Foods for sending the pig pile. Nice. Yep. It's the first one I reviewed. Man, my I'm not a smart guy. Okay. No, short-term memory It's like a <laughs> <Yeah>. fish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then uh this one was out of pocket. It was not sent to uh, nope. to us. It was Casper just buying himself a tuner and a power thing. So I, I let's an, dive into it. Let's talk about I the X
1: iron oars. I had a need for this thing, and it wasn't that I had a need for this specific thing, but it was I you know, everybody knows, anybody that listens to the show knows that I've been killing myself over this this uh power supply problem. Um, I have a very, very inexpensive power supply under my board right now, and the need for something clean and something good uh, was definitely apparent. So as kind of a need to have but still waiting to buy the thing, I decided to go with the Outlaw FX Iron Horse. as I said, Version 2. Yeah, this is the V2, uh, so it's got... Um, Two 500 milliamp power outputs at nine volts and six 100 amp, milliamp, 100 milliamp outputs. uh all at nine, all volt, nine yeah. volts. So, I mean, eight altogether. You know, obviously the two bigger ones are probably intended to be daisy chained or something, maybe a little bit higher DSP. But um, I like it's actually way smaller than I originally anticipated. So, I mean, it looked like, you know, kind of a full form factor kind of size pedal. It is a compact
0: size. It reminds me of like a Nokia cell phone, like it's basic dimensions. That's a good pedal thickness.
1: Like the 3310 or whatever that thing was back in the day. Yeah, everybody knows what that is.
2: (laughs) Everybody had one.
1: (laughs) Um, So it was a lot smaller than I thought. And that kind of, when I took my Polytune off and replaced it with this, it was like, oh, well, I actually have room for all the cable ends that are coming out of it, a lot of the sides of it and stuff, which was something I was worried about because uh, if anybody's seen my pedal board, there isn't a whole lot of real estate left for anything. Nope. Nope. So <laughs> full. um, the only thing I can say, it's got these pairs that have really clean power. Um, I haven't had any noise issues since installing it. Um, Even with the, like, lesser quality crummy power supply that's under the board, um, I haven't had any noise at all. And it, so... It's been really good that way. The yeah. only thing I can say... I mean, I like the display color. I like the display size. Um, even the font is was something a little bit to get used to because the Polytune has such a huge, big display on right, it, and it's yeah. really clear. But the only thing I can say that I'm not super fond of on it is the sensitivity of the sweep of the LEDs. It's a little bit...
0: Not well, See, I think that... Because that was kind of my issue with it, too. I think we both noticed it at the same time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's... Because... It has a limited number of LEDs in there to to, yeah, light up the sweep and and the movement of it back and forth when you're yep. tuning sharp or low, uh, sharper flat. Sorry, um, so it feels a little jumpy, right? Going it, it doesn't and, it doesn't
1: fade between, yeah, the LEDs on the sweep. It's like tick 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 tick, and it's very, um, granular. I guess it's very like. Yeah. This it, is on, this is on, this is on, and there's nothing else on. So it doesn't have like the Polytune definitely has a, a graduated sweep. That's the word I was looking for. Sure. It's, yeah. And same a, with like
0: the T U three from Boss where it's got a lot it of, kind LEDs of fades
1: in, there. in and out of each LED yeah. as they go. Um
0: that that could be improved, but that at might the same even be time, just a
1: firmware thing where they can update the programming on it. Yeah, maybe.
0: I mean, I don't think this thing has room for updates, but um at the same time, the value certainly isn't uh Lacking? No, no. I'm actually. I think I paid more f-
1: for my poly tune used. Like, yeah. Honestly, uh,
0: for for the hundred bucks you spend on this thing, uh, I'm really impressed.
1: Yeah, I am yeah. too. I I even was, and it only took two days to get here. Yeah.
0: It does it tune? Yeah, it does. does. It power stuff like it says it's gonna. Yeah. What more do you want? It's a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. No, you can't go wrong. I'm 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 a hundred happy bucks with Canadian. It. Yeah. What's that? Seventy dollars yeah. American. About that. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. So. Yeah, it's a good deal. I, I I recommend it. If if you need a little bit more power on your board, give it a go. Yeah. I think you'll probably like it.
0: Cool. Well, all right. Yeah. That's another episode in the books for us. I think. Thanks for thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um. Hey, we don't usually do this, but uh, if you like in the show, please give us some reviews. Yeah, helps people find the show. Helps us stand out more in search engines um please just go to go to itunes go to spotify whatever you're listening to this on and just leave us a nice little review some nice comments if you really want uh helps the show a lot so thanks a lot and uh, we'll see you next week